Hello everyone, this is Father Bruce John Hamilton, and welcome to the Corpus Christi 10-Year Vision Podcast. This is the podcast where I highlight how the 10-year vision of this parish is being lived out. And then hopefully, as you hear this from week to week, you, will be, you the parishioner, will begin to notice it yourself. And not just notice it, of course, but appropriate it to yourself and actually want to become involved. As they say today, catch the wave, become engaged. This is the 10-year vision, or this 10-year vision was brought about because of a holy discontent that I've had for decades, knowing things could be better in the church. You know, just one practical thing uh, is when I was ordained, I was never taught how to run a meeting. I was not have, never taught how to form a team, keep a team, uh, and then build a team and replace a team, you know, multiply leaders, all this kind of stuff, very practical stuff. It's got to be done. And when it's not done, uh, the parishes get way behind. Everybody gets frustrated. People with real gifts and talents, they leave because things aren't going anywhere. You know, and even when certain meetings, they don't know how to run a meeting, meetings should actually be very good and enjoyable for people they feel and see things, good things happen as a result of meetings. But when you don't know how to run a meeting, people get frustrated very, very quickly. So these are really important issues. This is what I mean when I say things could be better. There, you know, we can have a different outcome. So I hope and pray that you will come to know that we must do something different to bring about a different outcome. It sounds pretty obvious, doesn't it? But it needs to be said over and over and over again. So we need to have this different outcome from what is happening in so many sectors of the church. None of it is inevitable. The only thing that's inevitable is death. All right. The only thing that's inevitable is maybe you're going to have a Jehovah's Witness knocking on your door. But this is not inevitable. We can have a different outcome. It's possible, but only with a lot of prayer, sacrifice, and a vision that gives people a picture of a desired future that is possible. This podcast is also meant for anyone in churchland who desires to see growth in their personal, in their church or personal life. So one thing just before I dive into the, the things that I've noticed this past week are, of course, this, we're beginning the season of, we're in the season of Advent. Now we're at the beginning of it. And this is the season of Advent. It's like, I'll say it again, this is the season of Advent. We're not in the Christmas season. We're in the season of Advent. We're in that season. We're anticipating the birth of our Savior, the birth of Messiah. So really strive to get into the, uh, into the sandals of those people who were longing for the coming of the Messiah. Uh, you know, and a couple of really quick things, uh, and I'll repeat these over and over again in various ways, sermons, you know, reflections and so on, that we can do in order to heed the words of Jesus and be prepared, be watchful, be on guard, be alert. Number one, perform, uh, do an examination of conscience every single night before you go to bed. It doesn't have to be a long thing. We're not uh, caught up in this five, ten minutes. No, it's like three minutes. But it's uh, the final meeting with Jesus. You ask three questions. What have I done wrong? Acknowledge it. Own it. Repent of it. Um, what have I done right? Give thanks to God. Praise Him. Uh, and Thank Him for it. And third, what specific thing can I do in order to improve tomorrow? Resolution. So, 
and then make an act of contrition, and off to bed you go. And then, of course, try to read sacred scripture throughout Advent. We're taking up the Advent challenge of reading a chapter out of the Gospel of Luke each week. It's a simple thing, but it's got to be intentional about it. Um, and then really try to go to confession more often. This is a sacrament not just for the elimination of guilt that we incur as a result of sin, but it's a sacrament for the infusion of grace and the divine life, helps us deepen our intimacy with Jesus. It just makes us better. Uh, if we cooperate with the grace that's given to us, it helps us to be better. It helps us to resist sin, but also to grow in virtue. So those are just three things as we head into the season of Lent, or sorry, Advent. Okay, so these are the three things. Number one, do you know what the youth of our parish are doing on a typical Wednesday night? At least some of the youth. Do you know? Some may be mesmerized by their screens and spending way too much time on them, playing video games or whatever, spending too much time on Instagram. Some may be doing homework, which is good. But some have taken a break and are praying the rosary. There's actually a group of young people, members of the youth uh, ministry, who gather each Wednesday night online and pray the rosary. I just think it's a wonderful thing. Uh, shout out to uh, Miguel and Isabel who gather youth to pray the rosary. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, so the, the youth of our a parish are praying the rosary every Wednesday night. This has been going on for a good while. But I, so I wanted to highlight this. This is a wonderful thing as part of youth ministry, which means it's a part of our 10-year vision. So that's the first thing. Second thing is very different, but it flows from our vision. It's the emergency preparedness that, uh, committee that is uh, starting up again in our parish. And here a shout out to Annie, Serafina, Arthur, and Aldo. So very soon, the Emergency Management Plan, EMP, will be implemented in this parish. So the training is going on now. Uh, the uh, search for volunteers has been very fruitful. People have come forward, professionals, nurses, some doctors, just people wanting to help. Parishioners and visitors should not hesitate to ask for assistance when feeling sick or injured or having a medical emergency even if it distracts from the mass. Don't worry, it'll take care of the mass. Um, but if you're feeling sick or nauseous, then don't hesitate to ask for assistance. Starting on December the 16th, 17th, uh, you will start to notice the location of medical responders identified by pew markers in the center aisle during church. So please, if you're not feeling well, it's okay, it's more than okay to ask for help. Corpus Christi parishioners do care and we want to help when the need arises. So that's the second thing, emergency uh, management plan. And number three is the promotion of alpha and faith studies. So we had our um, kind of, it's, a, it's, a, it's an alpha wrap-up dinner. You invite family and friends uh, to the dinner, and it was just packed. It was absolutely wonderful. So... Uh, it's really an opportunity to, as I said, to invite a guest, invite a family member or a friend, and sign up for faith studies, level one, and perhaps, um, and sign up, of course, for Alpha. So we had 24 people sign up for faith studies at the wrap-up. You know, 20, 
for people signed up for face studies level one, discovery, uh, the discovery face studies. It's absolutely wonderful. So this is the vision working. This is the vision helping people grow in their spiritual life. It's absolutely wonderful. And a shout out to Thomas, who spoke about the face studies at that Alpha dinner. And, you know, he's taken this on as a ministry, and it's just wonderful to see. People are receiving, oh yeah, and by the way, seven people signed up for Alpha, even at this early stage. It's not going to start till uh, January the 17th. But we've got seven people signed up. I think it's